This is episode 165. I fixed you, Miku. Now you can be music. <laughs> do you hear it? Uh, do you hear it stuck it out? That was gross. There's, nothing can be added to that. Nothing nope. at all. Nope. That's the token it's troll. The-, the rest of the episode's good, I promise. It's not that good. <laughs> <laughs> you guys look at that this is what happens four minutes past the hour and we're rolling i mean this is what happens when i get here with uh literally six minutes to spare yeah i mean who is craig anyway we are craig we are all craig yes craig is a bear mouse okay what he is i don't know what he is what does it look like to you Um, doesn't it look like a bear where did he go i'd say it's a bear <clears throat> He's a bear. Craig a bear. is a bear that listens to your phone calls and he writes everything down. He's like a Discord stenographer. Hmm. Yeah. I like that. He's like mm-hmm. a Discord stenographer. Yeah. Boom. Let's so get how's, how's how's the air conditioning situation going on over there in New Hampshire? Derek, what's what's up? How are things feeling right now? Oh, You're right now, air conditioning, air conditioning's off right now. Still off, okay. No, it's off again. It was it was um, oh. definitely on for a few days because it was. I see. We we had some borderline triple digit action over here. Oh yikes! It, it was worse nasty. Yeah, it was very gross. So it was on for mm-hmm. a good while, and it was super humid. So um, now. Uh, the last couple nights, like once the sun goes down, it drops way down, like way down, and it's much nicer at night. I, I can live with with it goes grossness. all the way on the other side of the earth. <laughs> yeah, I, I can live with like gross <laughs> hot during the day, but it's at night that I start to get a problem. Yeah, um, I hate like sleeping when it's too hot. So, oh, we have um, our thermostat drop to even lower temperatures while we sleep than when us we're too. awake. Us oh too. yeah, um, it's the right way to be. Yes, but now like at night. It's like to last night and tonight. It's gonna. Sorry for the birds, by the way. That's um, a particularly good bird. Yeah. <laughs> um, tonight it's gonna get colder outside than my air conditioner would actually allow for. So we're just doing windows. All right. Hey. Know what I mean? That's, a, that's how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty pretty nice outside here. Um, it's it's it let up the past few days. It's been. The, I think they call moderate. that the heat, the the weather broke. Is what you would say. The weather broke. It fell right off the table. Yeah. Broke all Smashed over. Smashed everywhere. Frankly, the the new puppy was in serious danger. She does not know yet not to eat things that drop. Mm-hmm. She also doesn't know that you're not supposed to eat rabbit shit. Hmm. Yeah. Yep. I mean, we have a ton can... of wildlife at our house. It's it's the it's called the Newton Family Wildlife Preserve to all of our friends because we have seen coyotes. There's a family of rabbits that is out every day. We have hummingbirds wow. and woodpeckers. We have some uh, hummingbirds. Deer all the time. Um, we are too close to a pretty busy road, so no nothing like yeah. a deer. But last year, the year before, we had something like a beaver or a hedgehog mm-hmm. that would like pass through the yard on its way somewhere else. <laughs> um, it would just scurry under the fence hey on one side. Yeah, See you hey, later. just passing through. Um, like like the Ferris Bueller scene. It smells great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but now, like, it was not I don't a blue know. hedgehog, was it? I, so I don't know if you know this. A couple years ago, here in especially in New Hampshire, I don't know if it was New England at large or not, but um, there was like a major squirrel overpopulation problem. Did you hear about this? <laughs> oh, I did not. Okay. Um, I'm sure Eric knows about this or other New Englanders probably know about this. There was like a big overpopulation of squirrels. I think it was like two years ago. And the, uh, the amount of roadkill of squirrel roadkill was alarming. And it was enough that everyone was, everyone noticed it before any news story. And then the news was like, mm. what is up with these squirrels? So apparently this year it's the same thing, but for chipmunks. 
There's oh some God. overabundance of chipmunks. So I've not seen much. There's a banner any, year for chipmunks. Haven't seen any roadkill out of the ordinary, but, you know, it's early in the season. So that year with the squirrels was weird. It was a little creepy, like a little spooky. Yeah. It was a um, little like, like it's it, that's how a horror movie would start, right? Something yeah, weird, like, like why squirrels, are all the squirrels all? dying? Yeah. Yeah. Um, there were so many of them. It was wild. Um, and then like the, the population diminished and now the squirrels are normal, but it's, it's the chipmunks turn this year. Yeah. So. Whatever, whatever disease decided to come up and take them down is not infecting the chipmunks yet. Yeah. It was like when you saw a squirrel, the chances of it being dead were high. <laughs> <laughs> it was really strange. So. Oh boy. Oh boy. Um, yeah, that's all. <laughs> I'm gonna move this. So that's what I'm just saying. I was just looking at the notes, and I want to move something up, but I'm not gonna move it in the notes. Okay. Um, shall we? Yeah, I mean, you know, we could, we could, uh, we could podcast. Let's do this. Thanks to Pedal Genie for sponsoring the Tone Control. Visit PedalGenie.com and start your wish list today. Yeah. What was life like before we had the robot reading stuff? Um, it was us kind of dicking our way through it. Yeah. Sounds bad. It was iffy yeah. week to week. Yeah. Right, yeah. Um, hmm. So, right here at the top of the show, I I've ha- I didn't have a lot for the show this week at first, and then we added one more thing, and now we have like an appropriate amount, but I added a <laughs> section of the notes that says, some other stuff, and I want to talk about <laughs> one of those things now. As you can see yeah. in my, my oversized dome, I got some AirPods Pro uh, <laughs> recently, and I can connect them to my Mac, and that means I can listen to Discord and listen to you talk to me while sure. recording into this microphone. And yeah. not have to have the sweaty over the ear headphone situation, right on. which is great. And that's kind of it. I have AirPods Pro now, and they are basically magic. So those are the the new ones that have they're isolating, right? They're not just like they the are regular... active noise canceling. Oh, active! Are, active do they noise... have this, do they have like a silicone fit though? Is, yep, that's so. Really, there's okay. there's um, they came with a set of tips of mm-hmm. small, medium, and large. Silicone, you can get some other ones. You can get foam tips if you want a better fit, you know, from third-party stuff. Yeah, yeah, but the the shape of the earbud itself is different, so it kind of fits more into your ear canal. And because of the silicone... It's not the same shape as the other thing. No, it's not at all. And and it's supposed to fix that, that, oh, your AirPods don't fit me kind of problem. They're a more... Not universal, but they're they're a better fit for more people. I guess that does mean universal. Um, So I'm still messing around with the tips. And on your phone, it'll like do a, (laughs) you can do a fit test and it'll like play some music and it'll check, use the active noise canceling headphone, the uh, noise canceling mics to hear if there's leaks and stuff like that. (laughs) Measuring its its own uh, noise pollution. (laughs) It's very impressive. So It's got a few modes, so like with everything turned off, you get this great isolation because of the silicone yeah. tip and it, and it just being further into your ear. Um, but then I'm running it now in transparency mode, fancy, <laughs> which allows, like it's got mics on it for the noise canceling, but it just lets yeah. all that through. So That's um, awesome. I so I can that. like, I can hear better with so them can, in. It's a hearing aid. It is basically a hearing aid. And like I could hear like my shirt rustling and stuff when I move around and like I can hear my feet on the floor um, under my desk. It's crazy. And then if you just that, like pinch that's and actually hold. Really, that's actually really interesting because um, of how, how the, the podcasting world's kind of exploded to the point where like all the microphones are sold out and stuff like that. And I've been yeah. getting a lot of client requests and stuff for helping people set up or per- perhaps taking on a new podcast as a client and things like that. And in all of that, there's a divide when you're buying an inexpensive USB mic. There are some that are, you know, fine, but they don't have a lot of the features like the headphone pass-through. Yeah. And in fact, I think the Yeti is actually too old for this feature to be native, but most of them now, like um, the uh, the Rode ones and stuff like that, the, the nice ones, they actually have like an onboard voice pass-through hmm. that works similarly to my Apollo, where it's actually feeding my my monitor input back to me before it goes to the computer. So the computer, you don't have to rely on your software. It does have a headphone out, which is just direct right into your headphones. Um, But, but it's from your computer. It's your, it's using, it's allowing your computer to send sound out to that. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, Whereas these have, these have a, 
Yeah. So the difference is these are doing it on board, so the, the computer isn't reliant on that, but they have a little mix knob on them that mm. has headphones on one side and computer on the other. Or sorry, mic so, and computer. Yes, the yeah. new uh, Yeti Pro has that. Right. And yes. uh, so, so that's that's the new thing. But but um, anyway, I bring bring it up because the AirPods actually solved this issue, right? Yeah, because you I can, can hear, hear myself, your voice. Yeah, as though yeah. I have a, a, a light feed of my own voice in my ears, but I right. don't. It's just my own speaking volume amplified a little bit by the transparency mode. So then yeah. the other mode, like you squeeze and hold the the stem. And it goes to active noise canceling, and it it is this. I had noise canceling headphones a long time ago. It is still the most insane feeling, when just the general like <laughs> yeah. hum of of nothingness, or the hum of air, and like rant, like with the breeze just goes away. Yeah, it is so trippy. Um, it's like I put them in the first time and said it was like whoa, out loud to yeah. no one but myself, <laughs> and it's so strange. So. It's it's great. They're really cool, and I can now podcast with them, and they're comfortable and right. Kick ass. So to to clarify, so Brian's asking about latency on the Bluetooth. Um, the thing is, because the because the audio isn't actually his his voice is not feeding back to him in his headphones from the computer. There's yeah. no there's no possibility of Bluetooth latency. Um, it's actually a half solution to what I was talking about because he's not hearing what his mic hears. No. Which is the ultimate solution, because then you can tell if you're yeah. off mic, right? Um, but he's able to hear himself to know. It's just it's just more comfortable if you can hear yourself. Um, it is. But it's not, um, it's not going through the computer or anything, so there's no Bluetooth latency. It's just right there in the noise cancellation in the device. Right. So my macOS system settings are pushing all audio to my AirPods, but yeah. GarageBand is still listening to and outputting to the Yeti. So if I if the battery dies or something or I want to just switch to my headphones, they're right here. I can just throw them on yeah. and have my usual setup. So I thought I would try it out, and so far it seems to be great. I kind of didn't That's expect cool. it to work for one reason or another, but Discord sees <laughs> it as an output device. So there we go. Right. right. You know, one episode of this show we did when uh, the fa- we were on vacation on an, out on an island, and Tyler was there with us. Yeah. And we oh, actually yeah. used his AirPods uh, connected to my computer and we each had one in. Yeah. And they yeah. were both, they were both, uh, well, actually I think we ended up having to use the MacBook microphone for some reason. I think maybe only one of them has a mic or something. They were the oh, originals. Y- anyway, I don't yeah. know, but the point is it worked fine for two of us <laughs> and that was pretty cool. That's, yeah. That's rad. So anyway, AirPods Pro, um, it is like magic. Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. all. Um, all right. You want, you want to do guitar things? Uh, I suppose. Well, you know what, actually I see your, um, Apple announced their own silicon. Oh yeah, for, yeah. We could do that now computers. too. We could just because because like, does that mean anything? Um, sort of, uh, but probably it's not as big a deal as it might seem. Um, okay. I've heard some 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 of my gaming friends were talking to me about this the other night and kind of saying from a computer technology perspective, they feel like this is the the death tolls, the death bells ringing for Intel. They feel like oh. Intel is now being sort of kicked off the block on several fronts, on several hmm. sectors. Um, they have no mobile presence. Now they're getting kicked off of computers. Um, I kind of doubt it's really that dire. Apple is still using um, them in the massively yes. expensive pros that they just made and so on. So, yeah, you know, yeah. but, but I mean, curious, what does it mean though, for, for software? Yeah. That's what I mean. Like they're talking about, oh, apps like Logic and Final Cut Pro are going to run yeah. great on this thing. And be I don't know if you saw because they're the, made by Apple. <laughs> right, exactly. But they're talking about they're making it super easy for developers to make sure their apps run on this new chip. Yeah. And, I, and they're saying that, like, th- that's what the developer conference is about this year. Right. And right. lots of tools for developers for that kind of thing. And they're talking about all these third-party apps and stuff. So I wonder if that means anything for Pro Tools. Yeah. Um, well, it it might, but it's probably not as big a deal... Um, it might not even be as big a deal as an OS version update, which does take oh, avid okay. months to be to come in line with. But realistically, um, the, here's the skinny from the Pro Tools crowd. Um, this has actually all happened before, <laughs> and nobody yeah. has nobody had any nightmares uh, when we went from IBM from to Intel, from PowerPC <laughs> to Intel. Yeah, uh, there it was actually pretty smooth. Everybody remembers it being pretty smooth software-wise. There was something called Rosetta that does yeah. on-the-fly translation, and they're promising Rosetta 2 with this. So mm-hmm. 
I don't know. I don't really see any reason why it should be that much of a hassle. So basically there's going to be a transitionary period where your software will, if it's not, if it's not compatible with the Mac Silicon, it will just run through Rosetta in real time. And apparently the, the performance hit is negligible. So it's just translates on the fly. That's crazy. Uh, Did it's you, hard to believe. <laughs> yeah, circling back to AirPods, I guess a little for a second. Did you see the update for AirPods Pro that's coming? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't pay attention really much so to the update. Besides that, they're doing a firmware update for the existing AirPods Pro, where they're going to add Dolby 5.1, 7.1, and Atmos to the what to the tech. Um, I know. <laughs> so it's it's insane because the earbuds, I guess, have accelerometers tracking. Yeah. So the earbuds have accelerometers, as does your phone. So it's going to know where your phone or tablet or whatever is in space relative to your head. And then when you move your head or device, it's going to adjust accordingly to make the surround environment. <laughs> like, what the f*** is that? This is, this is some of that, like, <laughs> that neural network sh- that they're putting in their chips. Where, where right now, like, on iPhone 11 and stuff, there's a significant portion of the silicon is dedicated to image processing in a very nonlinear, massively parallel way where like Mm -hmm. it's low light photography where it takes like a three second exposure. It's not taking a three second exposure. It's taking three seconds to gather a bunch of different images and decide which pixels look the best and then spit it back out the other side. And it's truly insane. I take pictures in the dark that look totally normal after I take them all the time. Yeah, as long as I hold it steady enough, and, and right, right, and frankly, it's more forgiving than a re- a real lens because you really don't have to hold it motionless. It's going to do all this because there's some stabilization the built end. in anyway, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it's bananas. So that's so, that's insane. I don't know. Yeah, man. the tech on this kind of stuff blows my mind. And active noise canceling, for example, that's been around for a super long time, and it's not anything new, but it's still... relatively effortless, computationally. It's still amazing when you experience it. (laughs) It's a trip. So... Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, now anyway, let's talk about guitars. Let's let's talk about some guitars. So uh, speaking of neural networks, uh, neural DSP quad cortex. That's extremely brain-heavy. That's an extremely brain-heavy product title. I agree. All right, moving on. So... Uh, from TCL... Oh, <laughs> you have more to talk about with it? Okay. Yeah, so this is... My first bullet says, a challenger appears. It's um, <laughs> it's the, it's a floor model. It's an insanely powerful floor model. Uh, a floor modeler of like amps, cabs, effects, yeah. mics, all that stuff. Like floor Helix or Fractal. Yeah. Um, that just uses insane levels of uh, processing power. So it's a two gigahertz quad core shark chip. And it can just annihilate signal paths. <laughs> you can do whatever wow. you want on this thing. So the the tagline in their marketing materials is want to run four amp models, stereo reverbs, and a plethora of other effects simultaneously? Quad Cortex won't even break a sweat. Wow. I mean, so yeah, they're a- asking Helix level. I mean, it's definitely got more computational power inside of it than that. I mean, the, the a quad shark is equivalent to what I have here in this rack mount Apollo next to me. Uh, yeah, okay. It can, I can run massively intense plugins, uh, you know, a, a dozen of them without breaking a sweat in right. real time. So, uh, so it's got a seven-inch multi-touch display. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here. So you can you Sorry, can touch I'm, the I'm thing. watching their, their yeah. website is brilliant. It is. Neural capture included, which I think Neural is the brand, uh, like the company that's making this sure. Neural DSP. So Neural Capture is I think like a Kemper profiler Kemper. type of product. Sounds so it'll good. listen to your amps and then it'll recreate them. It's got 50 amps, 70 effects, and over a thousand IRs, and a bunch of other stuff is going to be added in future updates. And they already have product lists. For future updates. Are you okay? 
Yeah, I just got to the part where he's turning the foot switches. Right? The foot switches are knobs. <laughs> Guys, the, the foot, foot switches are knobs. They put knobs in the foot switches. Uh, the the touch screen is nuts. all t- tap and drag to adjust the parameters, and then he's turning around and adjusting. He's turning his foot switches just like it's a, the face of an amp. Like it's a friggin' knob. I could not believe that. I saw that and I was like, "Wait a second, we we're here now." <laughs> that is a, that is a, a a brilliant little touch there. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. I'm sure they're touch they're, they're capacitive switches as well. Right. I Holy mean, the Helix hell. stuff is all capacitive, but that's just like, that, that seems like such small potatoes that's, that's, now. It's so Yeah, that's easy. <laughs> right. So uh, there's a bunch of different modes to run it in, stomp box modes, scene mode, presets, all those kinds of things. Uh, two combo mm-hmm. inputs, which are the XLR and quarter inch inputs together. Yep. Two sends, two returns, two XLR outs, two TRS outs, headphone out, MIDI in and through, two expression inputs, and USB. It's just got like... It's got all the I.O. It's got all the computational power you could ever possibly want for this kind of thing. And loads of just stuff. There's so much stuff. You know, it's got all the effects and all the amps. Does it have mic preamps in it? I don't know. It's the only thing I don't see. I mean, it has just because it has XLR doesn't mean it's mic. You can line level XLR would be maybe more common. It would it would be a killer thing to if it also had a mic input. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, though I don't see that particular thing mentioned. Jeez. So let's see, stomp mode, assign and activate any block in a rig to a foot switch, just like you would with stomp boxes. That's how I run my HX stomp is usually in, uh, in what do they call that? I guess it's stomp mode. Scene mode yeah. is um, any foot switch can instantly activate and control the settings of any number of blocks. So that would be like you have, say, 10 blocks, mm-hmm. And scene mode would allow you to turn multiples on and off and adjust the parameters of those things. And then preset mode is instant access to eight entirely different rigs, like on the fly, because there's eight switches, A through H, and you can just completely change everything about your rig on one of those foot switches. It's smaller than a MacBook Pro. Yeah, but it's, uh, it's pretty big. It's pretty big next to a 15-inch MacBook. Yeah, um, as far as like, I think that's a 15. 15. Yeah. So, I mean, if we're talking it looks inches, like it, it looks it's, like it's, it's 11 and a half by seven and a half by two. So okay. compared to something like a Helix floor, it is definitely smaller. Uh, there is no expression on it though. Like that's one thing. The Helix mm-hmm. has the expression thing built right on it. But holy hell, like the power. You know? Capture out mean? Oh, capture out. Yeah. Wait, I know exactly what that would mean. Has two <laughs> two expression inputs. Yep. You're yep. Yeah. You're fine. You here. can do that. Yeah. Because that's that that is not. You know, if, if this had an expression pedal on it, you'd you'd want the expression itself to have some kind of advanced tech, right? Otherwise, it's sort of like leave it off. Let me just connect whatever simple expression I need to. Yeah. So. Um, they made a thousand units available for pre-order, and they all sold out. I don't know if they're going to be doing more. Um, a second batch of pre-orders did not come with additional perks, so, so they, will, they will be doing additional pre-orders. But it's a deposit of two hundred dollars, and then when your unit is ready to ship, you pay the remaining fourteen hundred dollars. Okay. So this is a sixteen hundred dollar unit. Yeah. Yep. And it'll be shipped within five days of when they uh, when they get it going. So. It should be available. First units from that pre-order will ship in November. So we'll start seeing this thing soon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, does not soon. come with a case. They can You can load IRs onto it. They, the, yep. Their plugins from this company can be loaded onto it, and they will send software updates mm-hmm. for if, if you like own some of their plugins, you will have them on here as well. I think um, it's also Neural CNS, which is like their desktop version and what appears to be a mobile version too. Mm. Um, it's got it syncs up to your device with Quad Cortex's built-in Wi-Fi, and you can okay. modify modify stuff on your phone or your laptop and send it over to the device over Wi-Fi. Thirty-two banks of eight presets each. Two hundred and fifty-six. It's crazy, man. I'm impressed. And and Neural makes 
their slogan is algorithmically perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Preset changing will incur the inevitable familiar gap, but you can use scene and stomp modes to change the sounds while maintaining delay trails without any crossfader gaps. So certain modes of this will be Mm. gap-free in changes. Okay. Mm -hmm. I mean... Neural makes some insane products if you look at their plugins and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. It's a lot of a lot of high gain stuff from what I know, but it's wild. It sounds so good, so so good. So we'll see if uh, I'm sure as we get closer to November, there will be demos and stuff. I'm sure we'll talk about it again. You can configure the second output of the quad cortex and specify which output to send it through, you can create an entirely separate mix for front of house or in-ear monitors. Whoa. You can do that with a full-size Helix, but it's got some really... you got to do some kind of nifty block kung fu. Adjustable impedance it. on inputs one and two. Yeah, I think, we're, I think we're doing real well here, guys. You know what it is? It's a MacBook Pro with foot switches. <laughs> <laughs> well, but but no, it's got it's got field programmable gate arrays in it. It's <laughs> it's more specialized and yeah, even it's, it's, less likely to fall over. Yeah. It's already on the floor. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that, but sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> let's let's move on, shall we? Let's move yeah, that's pretty good. Pretty good news item, Derek. Hey, you Thanks. did good. Thanks. Did good. Um, did, did a good job copying those bullets onto our Google Doc. <laughs> <laughs> what um, do you want to do? You want to do Pedal Genie now? I do, and I would like to go first, actually. Uh-huh. If you don't mind, I uh, did not add. Mind. I did not add my pedal to the list because I wanted to surprise you with it. Okay. Okay. So so hit me with that robot. All right. And uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. And then we'll have a big big surprise on the other side of the butts. Pedal Genie is like the Netflix of guitar pedals. Rent any pedal you want for as long as you want, for one low monthly price. Shipping is included and there are no late fees or time limits. With over 1,500 pedals to try from nearly 100 different manufacturers, Pedal Genie definitely has the gear you want to try. Subscriptions start with Flex at just $19.95 a month. Try out one pedal at a time for as long as you want. Send it back when you're ready for the next one. For only $39.95 a month, the standard subscription includes shipping, so you could have a different pedal every few days. If one isn't enough for you, Pedal Genie Pro gets you three pedals at a time for only $64.95 a month. Shipping included. There's a subscription for everyone and best of all, your first month is free. If you find the pedal of your dreams, the one you just have to keep, Pedal Genie will offer you a buyout option. Prices vary with the length of your membership and the type of pedal, but you'll definitely get an awesome price for the pedal in your hand. So head to PedalGenie.com to fill up your wishlist with pedals, and they'll send out your first pedal ASAP. Pedal Genie, all your pedal wishes granted. There's butts okay. made out of hamburgers. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? So in Dropbox How right could now, I possibly be ready? In Dropbox, I have already made a demo, and I want you to play it here on the show for all to hear. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Um, yep, I can do that. I'm actually beach balling over here for some reason. Everything Uh-oh. seems to be okay, though. I just tried which, to open Finder. That's all. Like, just Which chill. thing is beach balling? Finder. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. uh, we're good. Um, so in the bumps folder in Dropbox, there's a folder yep. called Korg MKS. That's the uh, that's okay. the demo. Uh, let's see folder. And I just let me just mention here, I'm yeah. playing on my Les Paul through an AC30 in Helix, and I um I toggle the pedal on and off so you can hear the clean tone and then the effect tone and clean tone again. Okay. I can never find anything in the mobile version of Dropbox. What's that about? Yeah, I think it's like alphabetical instead of. Like it's alphabetical by file oh, it's and a folder. folder. It's a folder. Okay. Yes. Okay. Let's see. I think this is going to work. All right. Let's see. Sakuta 
You're kidding me. Yeah. It's 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 guitar scatting. It kind of is cuz there's a setting on this pedal called scat. <laughs> I mean, is that not what I heard? It's so the Miku was, stomp from it was Korg. The Miku, yeah. I mean, that's what yeah. I thought that's what I thought I was listening to. Yeah, I've had this on my list for I think from the day Years. we started with Pedal Genie. Yeah. yeah. Years. <laughs> So if you're not familiar, that's the Miku stomp. It makes your guitar sound like uh, an anime hologram pop star. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Lord. It's absurd. It is. It is completely useless. It is. (laughs) Actually, (laughs) I take that back. How is this not the best, most useful pedal ever? I take that back. I was talking to Brian Gower at the Tone Jerks about this uh, because he has one. And he's like, he's a fan of anime. And I think he has it just because it's like a collectible kind of thing. Um, but he sent me some videos of him running it through like an arpeggiator and the Roland uh, slicer mm-hmm. and stuff like that, doing some really weird shit. It sounds really cool when you when you mess with things like arpeggiators and this because you give it some signal and it just creates a tone and then the arpeggiator goes wild. So, Oh, okay. Yeah, I get you. It's... Uh, it's really fun in that regard, but like to use it as, oh, I want my guitar to sound like a singing voice. Well, you heard it, folks. It doesn't sound anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Yeah, it's 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 yeah. right here. And it's like, let's see, there's uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, like 11 different modes. And they're all like basically the same, but it's it's got like different... <laughs> they're all the same (laughs) right so there's random one and two and then phrases one two and three then there's like just sort of like what what the phonemes are that it's going to use right but then you can choose a specific phoneme so there's like ah just a h h and it'll do Mm -hmm. only that sound or pa or la or scat is one of them so i think for the demo i I was doing phrase two, perhaps. I don't really know or care. Yeah. But uh, it's it's ridiculous when you match it up with things like big fuzz pedals and sub octaves and crazy reverbs and stuff. It just completely changes from guitar to whatever this thing is. So, and I asked Brian, like, what is Miku, and why did they put her in a guitar pedal? And he said it's kind of it's like an anime character that is a hologram. Like yeah. itself is it's like the, the it's, a, it's like a computer Coachella. program that is also a yeah. pop star or something from this story. exactly yeah right so and then that thing that'll tour I guess I don't know but Korg was like you know what we need is Miku <laughs> in a guitar pedal <laughs> you know what everyone so, needs so that's it man that's the Miku stomp I don't even know how much it costs hang on Miku I mean, stomp all the money just take yeah. it um. Oh man, there's some really funny looking videos about this thing. Uh, let's see. Reverb, here we go. 1345. 1345. Come on, reverb load. Um $450. What? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I were kidding. Oh my god. Somebody find one for less than that. Let's come on. Four. Oh, fine. Here, three, here's 350. 350 appears to be the lowest. $100 off, everybody. It's a steal. Um, I think they may have discontinued it, which is why it's maybe a big deal. And and probably why Brian keeps it. I get it now. Jeez. Oh, wait. It's also compatible with an iPhone app for downloading an extended library of lyric patterns. No. How would I do that? Yeah, I think I think they're right. The problem with this pedal in its original form was not enough f***ing <laughs> options. That all sound the same. Is it? Hang on, hang on. So I grab a screwdriver. Oh, good. It's open. Nothing <laughs> bad can happen now. Well, well, Eric's asking if it's gooped, which I don't. I don't think Korg would goop a pedal. Well, um, this is all in a chip. I mean, who? who what? What would gooping well, the, it accomplish? Well, I, I also want to know what's inside for the sake of this iPhone app. You know, there's there's no external okay. setting for yeah. that kind of thing. There's no. Um, there's no USB. There's no anything like you that. You play it through your guitar pickup, like the uh, like the TC stuff. 
Oh, the uh, um, tone print. Tone print. Yeah. Yeah. This is going to take me a while because I'm using a Leatherman and not an actual screwdriver. <laughs> but I mean, gooping is for you That's know more keeping an analog stuff. circuit secret. It's not for yeah. I mean, this anyway. Um, okay, well, uh, do you do you want to do you want to talk about this other pedal? Yes, I do. I don't want to talk so. about Miku Stomp anymore. <laughs> I've been sitting on this thing waiting to send it back to, but I was like, I got to have it for at least recording night. So. <laughs> Okay, well, I've made one discovery about this. So, so I have the from Lone Wolf Audio, the Twin Snake, okay. and um, I looked up and tried to find a site about this, and the the company has like a site up where basically they're like, "This is a distortion pedal that has two pedals in it. You know, deal with it, and you can order it for three hundred fifty dollars." It says the deposit. Wait, I'm sorry, are- for three hundred and fifty dollars. For $350, and there are no refunds for impatience. There's no Ah. other detail about why they would be calling people impatient, but I think I can infer. Um, Oh, hang on. I'm sorry. This pedal also runs on two AA batteries. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Does it have an AC port? Or a DC port, I mean? Yeah, it's a a 9-volt center negative. But it doesn't need those volts, does it? Because it's running on three, baby. I also want to mention that it's not gooped, but there is like a plastic card in the way. Is it is it golden? Did you just get a chocolate factory tour? See that? I just put a photo in oh, chat. Okay. It's it's. I mean, I could just break. Oh, that's it, a shield. I guess, but yeah, yeah. That's a sh- that's that's like that. Uh, Anti-static material. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I opened my vintage Boss BF2 flanger today to get a date on it, and Mm -hmm. inside of that is a thin plastic card with some foam on it to protect the the PCB from the metal case. Oh, yeah. Actually, I discovered that when opening up my full-tone pedal, seeing if I could get the, the cover off, um, they do a lot of gluing of things mm. inside the pedal. Um, it makes it really rugged, but it made it irritating to deal with. So I did end up kind of masking off a lot of the stuff. Yeah, so did I. Um, um, yeah. But there was anyway. there was similar things in there. There was stuff like wrapped because it would contact the edge of the case otherwise. Mm. Anyway, so we're talking now about the Lone Wolf Audio Twin Snake. It's an extremely cryptic... Uh, friggin' thing. Let me let me share this link in chat, um, so you guys can see what the hell I'm talking about. Um, but this bad boy appears to be and is uh, a couple of distortion pedals in the same case, uh, right down to the fact that there are there is an in and an out and an in and an out. Oh and, my god, no! <laughs> and I couldn't find I couldn't find any directions about that, and I thought. Let's give them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe they made it detect if there was something plugged in there and it would automatically, like, patch yeah. it for me because that would be nice for $350. But okay. guess what? I'm plugged so, into now, it right now and I'm getting nothing. So Is it is it like the, um, the Wampler Dual Fusion where you have to go into one and out of the opposite one? Well, that's how I hooked it up. I thought maybe oh, if I go okay. in the first input and then take the out from the very far end, it would just patch internally. But oh, yeah. it appears that it doesn't do that. It does not so, do that. So, so now hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna change my patching here and see if I can get anywhere with the damn thing. Okay, so now we have signals. Oh. So now I'm just into the first half. So, well, my my guitar got quieter when I turned it on. Oh, it's got a little wah-y thing in it. Oh, yeah. So there's a bandwidth and a frequency um, on the wah thing. Okay. Change changing the resonance. So that's that's a maxed out gain on this thing. So... So you get that that fixed wah Tom Schulz kind of sound. Yeah, yeah. That's so that's a that's a cool sound, kind of a lowish gain distortion. There's also this switch in the middle that's a three-way, has high and low on it. So we're in the middle. 
tell that that switch is doing anything at all. Uh, so maybe, maybe I have to jump it. Side. Maybe I have to to jump it too. So yeah. So let's switch the inputs and listen to the other side. Oh, geez, that boy's tight. Here we go. And this one too. Oh God. Here we go. Okay. Now we're into the other side of the pedal. Yeah, I have the same question as Eric. Can you not run both sides together? I think I have to manually jump them. I think it's literally two pedals in the same case. So I have a little, I have a little jumper cable. I'll, I'll do that next. But okay. Right, this one has different controls. This fucking bird over here. Can you chill? <laughs> now that middle switch is definitely affecting something on this side. Kind of suck suck it out when I strike the chord. Yeah, like it's heavily gated almost. Yeah, yeah. So let's blow the gain. So I have gain and distort on two separate knobs. So so less distortion, more gain. Uh, let's flip them around the other way. Well, this is a very weird sounding thing. It is. So the, there's a sweep knob. That's what this is. Holy shit. <laughs> okay. I also have to totally dime the level. Um, let's play with this switch. Well, I, I couldn't find any manual or anything for this. Um, So the, the uh, that sound is the middle position. Then there's a high and a low. High. I don't know. It seems to take this some is, of the lows out of it. This is pedal confuses me. Yeah, I don't know what's going on here. So let's jump them. Let's see if we can put this thing together and have it make sense. Because I don't know. It's not... Like the second half of this pedal is making no sense to me as it stands. It would it would honestly irritate me to have a pedal, a singular pedal, require a patch cable. Yeah. On my this board. Is, this is annoying. Huh. This is annoying for sure. So okay, so I have a patch cable. I'm gonna try to get it in here. Ooh, I have to kind of patch cable's a little bit inverted. Anyway. Okay, so okay, let's. Okay, uh, it works. So that's the one half. There's the the other half. Let's try to turn them both on. I think I guess. Eric's asking what the reasoning is. I think I think it's just because you can. Yeah. Maybe they had like they got a good deal on like uh, you know oversized cases, but then had two pedals to build. Or Okay, so this middle switch is doing a lot more now that I've jumped mm. them together and I'm using the two pedals together. So the high switch, it still doesn't like sound good, but it's at least doing something. <laughs> uh, and the middle is kind of open and then low. All right, so the, the second pedal's level is obviously still governing everything. Because it's, it's after, yeah. So and you can't change the effect order. Well, I could patch them the other way. Oh, you could. You know, that's right. if I patched yeah. into the se into the God, left that's, half, that's that's like, I mean, literally course, how you would the, do it. But it's too much work. The left half is the one that sounds bad. So I don't know why I would start there. Yeah, the right the, one sounds fine. The right one is like fine. It's like a it's like a, a cocked it's a distortion wah, pedal. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a low gain cocked wah distortion pedal. The other one is this weird friggin' thing with a gain and a distortion that seems to be doing strange sort of like bad fuzz stuff, but also has something else in it, and I don't get it. I don't get yeah. this. That's okay. We don't have to get all the pedals because yep. that's what pedal genie's for, man. If you don't like a pedal, it's fine. Yeah. So if there That's was something I was if there was something I was supposed to know about this pedal in order to know how to work it, um, Lone Wolf Audio has done an exceptionally bad job of explaining that to me because when I Google the exact name of this pedal, I find their page and then just a bunch of people selling them used where they've copied and pasted the same description, which from the oh. site is 
Another much-requested pedal, but with a twist. This is an insider-slash-outsider in the same pedal enclosure, but with individual inputs and outputs so you can route your signal chain around the two sides of the pedal so you can either jump the two sides or use them individually. All sales final, no refunds for impatience. So basically the insider and the outsider I would need to look up There's manuals for. Two separate for. pedals, yeah. Yeah, and I don't, I'm, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I mean, neither side is enough to make you go, well, that sounds great, and yeah, I want to yeah. look up what that thing originally was. That's too bad. I mean, it's it's weird pedal week here at the Tone Control. And mm-hmm. you know what? It just happens. It happens. And they can't all be winners. Sometimes. I am floored by the price on that thing for what that is. Uh, yeah, but uh, so I'm reading all sales final, no no refunds for impatience. It sounds like maybe made to order or, you know, small batches kind of thing. You know, I guess. You Does that order mean if you, one if and who you, knows how long it takes to get there? Does that mean if you call them and or email them, you're like, "Hey, where's where's my pedal?" They'll just like not build it and take your money. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that means if it takes them a long time to build it, and you decide you don't want it anymore, they're not going to refund oh, your money. So you're on the list no matter what. Yeah, yeah, that's what it seems uh, like to me anyway. That's that's aggravating. It huh. actually is aggravating. And you know, there's like there is no shortage of pedals that have two circuits inside of them. Yeah, but they at least have, have some convenience. I mean, this is literally That's like... That's what I mean. Like, there's there's a million ways to do this the right way, and we've yeah. seen them. It's not yeah. like this is... The the internal jumping is weird. You know, like, that's how pedals work. And so many pedals you can change the effect order of. Like, right. Copper Sound does it all the damn time. This is maximum laziness. I mean, they could have put, like, a <laughs> double throw, double pull switch right on the front, and then they would have only needed two jacks. Um, right. The parts cost would have been... Practically the Probably same. The same, yeah, because you've got <laughs> yeah. double the jacks or one extra switch. Right. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I'm not, uh, I don't find it encouraging that this, when this company received requests for these two of their pedals to be combined, they were like, okay, here. And produced <laughs> yeah. this and said, now give me $350. Sales yeah. are final. Yeah. Eh, whatever. <laughs> Thanks, Pedal Genie. Um, you send us the weird ones now and then, and you know, honestly, yep. I like the change of pace. <laughs> I know, keeps me guessing. I don't know what <laughs> yeah, the hell yeah. is going to happen to me. Right, and you know what? Sometimes we get a, a series of great pedals in, and I feel like a broken record. Just like, oh, this is the best pedal I've ever tried. And I bet next week's is going to be great too. It's <laughs> it's exhausting to be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, the Miku Stomp is hilarious and fun and i oh one thing i forgot to mention is the latency on the miku stomp is ridiculous <laughs> is it really so, so when when we were listening yeah. to that demo there was like a significant distance between Sign- the strike. yeah yeah it would be unplayable in a live setting because there's like it's it's half a second or more it's crazy what maybe maybe, so- maybe Closer to half a second. Yeah, it's very, very late. So you could like <laughs> record it and then offset it in post, right? To make it Probably, line up with your yeah. song, but like you couldn't monitor it. But you yourself. couldn't you couldn't reference a click track or something like that. Or yeah. you could, but then move it. But like, oh, it's so bad. How would you you couldn't you couldn't listen to what you were playing? You'd have to like you'd, you'd have, have to, to like s- split it and yeah. like listen to a live feed and listen then- to the real guitar. Yeah. <laughs> no, okay, okay, okay. Here's what you do. You take the helix, right? And we need to split inside the helix. And this thing is in the effects loop. Oh, yeah. You're recording this thing. And we're hearing something else. So you play yes, your solo. You and we can tell the DAW to offset as if we're correcting mm-hmm. for some pedal delay. We can So we can tell it to automatically offset. You know, we can measure the delay or whatever. And, oh, yep, my God. I can solve this. <laughs> we fixed it. I fixed it. you, Miku. <laughs> I fixed you. <laughs> now you can be now you can be music. <sighs> uh anyways. Yeah, anyways. There's a, there's a there's another thing on our list and it's from you guessed it, TC Electronic. <laughs> what are those clowns been Well, did nobody guess what are that? They, what are they even up to? Hmm? What are those clowns been doing? The ditto looper just wasn't enough. It wasn't enough loops. 
Neither so, was the Ditto X2 or whatever that thing, or the X4. <laughs> why aren't they called the Ditto Ditto or the Ditto 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 Ditto? I think if, if there was not an opportunity where someone legitimately suggested that in a boardroom and wasn't laughed out of the room. <laughs> 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 um, the Ditto Plus. Yeah, okay. the Ditto Plus. This is a little mini boy. Yeah, it's the size of the original Ditto Looper, the little miniature enclosure. It's got 60 minutes of looping time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, but does that get, let me, let's get real for a second. Does that get split up between the layers? So could I do six, Uh, 10 minute, six layers of 10 minute loops? Well, how would it know? Like if you recorded a 58 minute loop and then it was like, well, sorry, you've only got two minutes left. <laughs> like, how would it tell you that, you know? So, um, it's, <laughs> but that's the thing. It's got unlimited overdubs. And now it has a function called dynamic loop length, which allows you to add overdubs that are longer than the original loop time. Okay. Uh, so what happens <laughs> so to I those? Don't, so I those don't loop think... at a different time? Yeah. So you could like record like four bars of something and then record 16 bars of something yeah. over it. This Before is like, that part would loop. This is like when people understand how to make electronic music in Ableton, and it's not it's not like a timeline. Like I understand yeah. a timeline in a in a audio workstation. Yeah. But like Ableton doesn't work that way. And I don't I've looked at it. I've watched people do it and they're like, some stuff's looping, some stuff's playing on. And I'm like, how do you uh how do you know? How do you know what's happening in here? So that's that's what I, I think of. Like you said you can do this with it, and I'm like, well, I'm I don't even know. I don't know how to approach so, that. It's got import and export over USB. It has all the same undo redo functions as the old one. Um, <laughs> and it has a color display with loop information on it now. So you can see the different layers of looping and loop when it's going Yes, that is what I said. <laughs> I mean, so I wanted to talk to you about this because I feel like, for me anyway, there was a time... When I, I, th- I felt like loopers really got up there in like the in the brain of guitarists, and they were like loopers were were marketed as one of those things that everybody has. You gotta have a looper. It was you know? it was and, yeah, it was like the zeitgeist of the of the one yeah. man performer. But even then, like my uh, all my delay pedals, even the Strymon that I have now has a looper in it. Most complicated delays like this do have a looper because it's not that much more tech to put in there. But um, it's. I, I don't, I have no desire for a looper now, even playing at home, which is the only time I used to use a looper. <laughs> yeah. I just wonder, like, how many of these do they really sell? I mean, it's got to be for uh, solo guys, right? Yeah. Who, like, um, lay down a bass line and then play I over it or something. My dad picked up a ditto, or did he get the bigger batter? The bigger one. one. The, he got the bigger So batter. there's the X2, which has, like, some other stuff. I think there's a vocal one, even. So like it's got let's, XLRs on it. Let's talk about the genesis of this whole thing because the the Ditto Looper I thought was like every like you're just saying everything has a looper in it if it's a fancy time based pedal. But then they were like, but what if you just want a looper? So we stripped mm-hmm. that sucker down, and then that wasn't enough. So then they had to build it back up into the X2. Oh yeah, you know what it is? This it's is a brick and mortar. It's the brick and mortar Amazon stores of guitar pedals. <laughs> 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 oh, you don't want to go to the store anymore? We'll move it online. Oh, don't want to buy online? You're already out? Guess what? <laughs> there's, Can I'm not I kidding. order there's online a, from the brick-and-mortar Amazon store, though? Yeah, there's a brick-and-mortar Amazon store in my hometown. We have a pickup center. Is that the same we thing? We have that, too. No, this is a. it's in the mall. Okay. It's got shelves. So it's got shelves where you can see the things. It's not lockboxes. Yeah. No. And you can go and pick them up. And like, I don't understand how they, one, how they stock it. That store's got to have the most random shit inside. Two, how do they monitor the Yeah, but they the have pricing? databases that tell them. I, I bet nobody had to make any decisions about stocking it. They told guess, they had their computer I, program like, okay, we're no, putting no, 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 it here. I'm not saying it's like, how do they decide? I'm saying the inventory must be bonkers. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I bet and no human like, has I, to evaluate it. Yeah, and then how I somebody who I still know who lives in the town said that the the prices reflect the prices on Amazon.com of the same thing. Yeah. So 
which, as you probably know, go up and down all the damn time. Yeah, a lot of commodities are extremely variable on there. Oh, God. Anyway, that's what the Ditto Plus is to me. (laughs) (laughs) I do think that the exporting, (laughs) importing and exporting with um, USB is nifty because, like, you could load full-blown backing tracks onto this thing and just play them. Sure. Um, You could use it as, like, if you're you know, in your basement and writing, you could save stuff. It'll save loops after it's powered down. So you can okay. move, so move them up to your laptop or something. Stable memory. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it does have very smart features. It's a cool thing. It's just that mm-hmm. I'm. it occurred to me that like, wow, I have not cared about loopers in a long time. And it was a thing that we all seemed to use to care about. Maybe yeah. it's because looper tech became more accessible through things like Ditto. Yeah, yeah, for a little while. The the Ditto itself is what's responsible for us not caring about the Ditto Plus. <laughs> yeah, the Ditto ruined the Ditto Plus for us. It pre ruined it. It actually hmm. looped back in time <laughs> to ruin it. <sighs> Sixty minutes of record time. I mean, woof. Well, but that's that's SSD technology, you know, because like you said, it, you know, stable, true, yeah. stable, non-powered memory, um, you know, twenty-four bit uncompressed audio. That's not that much space. That's yeah. easy for an SSD these days. So, <laughs> did you know that SSD, according to Eric, stands for super sucks dick? <laughs> <laughs> I recently learned that. Yes. Recently, as in just now. <laughs> just I, I learned that at eight fifty-eight p.m today <laughs> yeah <laughs> well cool man well that's yeah. it for the the stuffs you know that's it for the things um but that's all right uh because yeah. i think i think we had an eventful time and you know um i did we're sorry i wasn't going anywhere with that oh okay yeah. sounded like you would for a second but uh yeah sometimes hey I, you know what we should also do I mean, what we should thank the patrons. I'm in favor of it. Yes. So if you didn't know, we do have a Patreon now, and Patreon will get you access to a thank you in the show. I mean, how great is that? Right? It's pretty good. <laughs> so then, so that's, that's a dollar a month right there. Boom, we get a thank you, and then you're feeling pretty good. Okay, we're feeling good. Everybody's feeling great. For two bucks a month. Two, two or more bucks a month. Just want to throw that out there. Okay, two or more dollars a month, which some people are doing, we are very thankful for. Um, You will get access to an exclusive role in Discord, and that exclusive role allows you to listen to us record the show live. Send us butts. (laughs) Allows you to send us butts in the chat every other Thursday when we record the show live. So you can come listen, talk along. Uh, in the chat with us, and then after the show, you know, you chat with us to help decide a show title, and there's other shenanigans and stuff. There are some other exclusive Patreon things that happen only on Patreon, which I always forget about and don't really follow through on, but they do happen sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that's for two bucks. So a dollar a month, you get a shout out. For two bucks or more a month, you get a shout out and the live recording, the live taping before a live studio audience. Live, baby. Live, baby. So, yeah, fi- find that all, um, uh, I guess, in the show notes. Uh, there's not- It's in the show notes. Yeah, head to, um, why can't I scroll? Did my mouse die? No. Well, uh, patreon.com Patreon. slash-, slash the tone control. I'm the winner. <laughs> yeah. And, and also, our Discord server. Link, so, our Discord yeah. server is also in the show notes, and it is open and free to all. Yeah. Yep. You just yep, won't yep, have yep. a yellow name. You won't have a yellow name and you can't come hang out in the special secret chat. But you yeah. do get to talk about guitars and butts and video games and, and that whatever gets else you got on your mind. As well. The, there's a lot honest. of video game talk, which I, I'm, I'm into. Oh, I can't um, believe you've kept me for 58 minutes from talking about video games. Because <laughs> <laughs> this some, some things might change come this fall. Okay. Uh, when we all might, yeah. When we all might, when be, we all start playing video games together. When we together, all yeah. might be in a Star Wars squadron together on our various <laughs> gaming consoles. Yeah, the the TTC squadron. Yes, that's right. We'll get that uh, shit going. It's gonna so, be so anyway. Real. 
Let's thank those patrons. Jeffrey Wright, Sean Wright, Steve Huffman, Righteous Ryan Johnson, Kyle McIntyre, Jonas Sabatini, Eric Garibaldi, Doug Gann, Doug Christ, Doug King, and OG friend of the show, Brian. Thanks, guys. We appreciate you and your money. <laughs> that felt greasy. We do appreciate it, though. It helps a lot. <laughs> That's so greasy. Yeah. All right. That's pretty good. Hey, we're getting this one in at under an hour. That's pretty good. That is pretty right. good. That's pretty good. All right, we're, we'll we'll sign off. I don't know how this is going to go over. To all the components out there in the tone control circuit, I bet you're glad this didn't cost three hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> <laughs>